Hi, welcome to Snack Circle. I'm Jordan. And I'm Marin. Grab yourself a snack and let's hang out. Hope everyone had an amazing Christmas. We are going to be breaking down our favorite things from 2022 and just wrapping up the year before the new year, 2023. I can't believe another year is flying by. We are, as you know, pop culture girlies. We love media. We love content. So we kind of consume a lot. So we wanted to talk about our very favorite things. So Marin, what do you want to talk about first? What of your favorite things yeah do you want to start out by talking about your favorite movies this was okay this was a hard one because I saw I think close to 20 movies in the theaters alone this year what I'm a, like my list is really long I love a movie in the theater um I'm also a person who will watch movies in the theaters like more than once if I really enjoy it so it was tough to narrow it down. I had to really go back and forth on this list, but I have five that are in no particular order because I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And even now I'm like, should I edit this list? But okay, <laughs> obviously, obviously Top Gun, Maverick, we all loved it. Like I was sobbing. I was hysterical. I love to see the, um, the gang back together. I loved Woman King with Viola Davis. It was so good, like a mm. feminist masterpiece. I saw Bodies, 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 which was like a Gen Z murder mystery. I went and saw it with our friend Dory, and it's so fun, and I really recommend it. And The Fallout, which I think maybe technically came out last year, but it's on HBO. But it's also like a Gen Z um film and it's about a school shooting and it's really crazy and oh good yeah. yeah it's like I feel like it really captures Gen Z in a really interesting way and then the I guess number five again in no particular order would have to be Elvis because I also wept hysterically but I kind of feel like that's tie- tied with Nope the Jordan Peele movie because oh Kiki Palmer gosh. is like a treasure. I'm was Nope? Her, so. I did not watch Nope, but was it actually scary? It's, I mean, it's an alien movie, so it's not like, like I wouldn't consider it horror because Jordan Peele makes horror movies, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that was a horror movie, but it was scary. Like I was scared, but you know, I'm scared of everything. So that's my top, I guess, six really. Okay, what are your top five movies? So obviously, again, Top Gun, one of the movies that Nick's dad came to visit us and he babysat Pax and like me and Nick got to go to town and see a movie together, which is always special because like that never happens um, because you could not take a baby to a movie theater. So that was really fun. And I learned that Tom Cruise did all of his own stunts in that movie, which really impressed me. And Crazy. Nick's dad was a fighter pilot and so he was telling me like all the little behind the scenes stuff of like how just crazy filming that stuff would have been and I was like I have respect um and then I watched this Norwegian film called Troll it's on Netflix and it was like top 10 on Netflix but it's basically about like folklore of like the mountains are trolls that they're like souls are captured because when Norway became like Christianized they 
really goes against my beliefs and my values, but it was just like a really fun, like folklore action kind of sci-fi movie. Um, and I thought it was pretty good. And then where the crawdads sing was made into Mm -hmm. a movie. And I just loved the book so much that the movie was good. I think if I wouldn't have read the book, I wouldn't have liked the movie, but it was really beautiful to like see her story come to life. It was a lot sadder for me to watch the movie than it was to read the book, but I liked that a lot. And then um, at the beginning of the year, I also, for my birthday, me and Nick went and saw Redeeming Love, the movie, which I read Redeeming Love for the first time when I was like, 16 and I have like been waiting for it to be a movie and it's a very like like I do not know how this movie was not rated R because the book is has just like some crazy stuff in it and like it's so sad but the movie was really good I think they did a good job of like not making it too cheesy and Christianese and but it still had like a great message and it was like fun to see a book that I had loved for so long come to life. I also want to say that some of my movies were like definitely rated R. So like content warning, I guess. <laughs> content but... warning. Explicit. <laughs> Sorry for the kids. You're like, hello, um, darling. Yeah. My, okay. So then we are going to talk about TV shows, which we kind of talk about a lot anyways. So I have shows five. Podcasts. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Hard to hard to cut it down. So I always talk about Reservation Dogs and Abbott Elementary. They really are, I feel like the two of the best shows on television. They're so funny. Both comedies that are like a little too real. So they're like comedies that really make you think and make you look at the human condition and specifically like the human condition in America which I always find fascinating and then I also watch a show on Amazon Prime called The Wilds and it was just canceled this season two came out this year and season two wasn't as good as season one but it's about a group of high schoolers who are in a plane crash and they like have to survive which like I love a survival show. Like, that's mm-hmm. really my ideal show. So, love that. And then, I guess the last show I'll talk about that just came out is Wednesday. And oh, yeah. I'm obsessed. I love the Adams family. I always have. One of the first times Ren and I hung out, we were at a Halloween party. And we took a picture because I was Wednesday Adams with my braid and she are my braids and she was a cowgirl with her braids. So kind of iconic for our friendship. And yeah, and it's a little murder mystery, which is like my favorite thing to watch or read. So I loved Wednesday. And then for my favorite podcasts, I think I have two. Okay. I love the podcasts called Overdue and it's two guys who read books that like the tagline is read they read books that you should have already read so they're like classic books or books that everyone talks about like cult classics and they just discuss them and I love them they have a really funny camaraderie and I try to only listen to the episodes of books I've actually read but they've Mm -hmm. been doing this podcast for so long like there's like thousands of episodes I think so they're pretty amazing and then 
the second podcast, I'm like looking at my podcast, our podcast is on there. Um, Snack Circle. I, yeah. I've really been liking Teacher Quit Talk is what it's called. And it's these oh. two teachers. I guess they're both former teachers. But they basically just interview teachers um, and a lot of teachers who have quit or have like career pivoted. And it's all about teaching in America and like the problems and the solutions and like what are we going to do because a lot of what happens in the schools is like unsustainable and it's but it's really funny like they are so funny and they make I feel like they really make me feel like us alone in this whole teaching thing because it can be really hard so those are my shows and podcasts it's a lot I have more that I could talk about forever but we're just media girlies at our core (laughs) yeah so Marin what about you so my favorite shows this year were The Crown season five that came out in November and The Crown season four was so good I was kind of nervous about season five because it was a whole new cast everyone aged up and I'm always very weary when the cast of The Crown ages up because I just love the cast so much and so it's hard for me to see them go but it was great. It still had like the classic crown vibes that I love. Like I feel like I'm on Wikipedia or like Googling things half the time I'm watching it. And I just learned so much about history. I'm like, this is obviously how all of this happened. And it's just great. Um, Obviously Survivor got to recap it with love. you, which was so fun. Um, The Bachelor, um, specifically Bachelor in Paradise, and just that was like my guilty pleasure, trash TV, always is. Um, Nick and I watched this show on Netflix called Drink Masters, and it's kind of like Chopped or like a cooking show, but they are all bartenders, and they're in this competition to make like the best drinks, and a bartender from Albuquerque was actually in it, and spoiler alert, she makes it to like the final three and so that was really cool to see someone from Albuquerque um you know go far in a competition and for my podcast I obviously love my crime podcasts and I love Ashley Flowers so much and so Crime Junkie and Counterclock were actually my top two podcasts of the year that I listened to and I actually got live tickets for Counterclock in February so I'm gonna go see her in San Antonio February 1st oh my gosh. so I'm excited for that I got into the office ladies podcast this year they started it in so 2020 cool. but I just love hearing them go into the detail honestly it's like I'd rather listen to them recap an episode than like sit down and watch an episode of the office because I've seen them so many times Mm-hmm. I like know what they're talking about and it's just really fun to like hear all of their little behind the scenes things so those are my podcasts and shows so fun so should we talk about books so this year yeah. I'm on my goodreads right now because I'm like what did I even read I read 38 books so next year I'm trying for 40 so I read a lot of really good books and some that were not so good but I think again in no particular order this year, I really like the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires because it was just funny and a little spooky, but not too spooky, which is exactly what I love. And a little bit of a mystery. I loved Of Women in Salt, which is 
Mm. It's not a, it's not like a collection of shorts. It kind of is, I guess, little mini chapters about two families who are growing up. They're both immigrants um, from Cuba. And then I can't remember where the other family is, but their lives like intersect. And it's really super interesting and about generational trauma, which was like my theme of the year with reading. Like I read so many books about generational trauma and it was like really enlightening, I feel like. So I loved Of Women and Salt. My favorite Agatha Christie that I read for the year was The Moving Finger, which is a Miss Marple mystery. And it was really good. I loved Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, which I think is going to win like the book of the year on Goodreads. Everybody oh, and their wow. mother read it and it's so good. It's just a tale about unlikely friendships and video games because they create like the country's top video game. And it's so it's really interesting. And then the book that I just finished was called Someday Maybe. It was by far the saddest book that I read all year. But it was just a really interesting look at grief. And so I really, really enjoyed it. I love highbrow literature and I love books and I wish I could read forever in five years by Rebecca Sterl but it's basically about has a vision of what her life will be like in five years from now and then it jumps back to modern day and she's like playing out the next five years of her life like how do I end up and it's a little bit it kind of suspends reality for a second because it's like she it's we can't know what happens to us in five years and there's no like real closure about why she had that vision of five years from now but it's very sweet and like a very heartwarming heartwarming and just like heartbreaking story at the same time um and I just found this author and I really like her books um they're always like take place in New York you know she's that type um, I also read Breaking Free from Body Shame by Jess Connolly. I've mentioned that a couple times on the podcast and I really like that. Just more of like a nonfiction book about um, loving our bodies for how God made them. And then I read a couple Colleen Hoover books this year. I definitely got introduced to her books and that they were just fun reads. Um, my favorite was Reminders of Him. And Perfectly Imperfect, Reminders of Him, literally just had me sobbing, especially being a mom. It just made me, it was really sweet and just, it was really good. And then Perfectly Imperfect is like a book about this couple who's married and they're like going through a really hard time, like they're about to get divorced, but it like bounces back to like all the good times that they had. And I just feel like it captured marriage so perfectly, like the good times and the bad times and how like communication is just like everything when you're in a relationship it was really good um and then I also read The Silent Patient by Michaelides Michaelides um and yeah it was a little too spooky for me but um I'm very sensitive and it really it was like gone girl vibes like it blew my mind and I read it like in two nights I rented it from the library and it was so it was sweet. fun to like rent a book from a library and read and it was a good time I love that no so many good books I could read forever our last mm-hmm. um category is like, events of the year things that we did right yeah things we did new routines we really liked number one was definitely or not number one but 
unranked. <laughs> the first thing was that a lot of my friends got married this year. We called the summer the summer of weddings, but really it was like March until I don't even know July. All so many of my friends from childhood got married. It was so fun because it was all of our little friends from youth group that we grew up together and our families are all friends. And so we went to wedding after wedding after wedding. And that was so, so fun. Um, A routine and just like a new experience that I really found and I loved is just intuitive eating and a balanced diet. And so I think for me, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder this year which is like my thyroid, like my body attacks my thyroid. It's so fun. <laughs> but with that was like a lot of diet culture being thrown at me, like go keto, cut out gluten, cut out blah, blah, blah. And then I found some nutritionists like on TikTok and Instagram who just have like such a healthy perspective about food and like look at food so holistically, like you don't need to cut out an entire food group and just like dismantling all like the diet culture things. And we kind of talked about this in our episode about body image, but like just saying like, why do you drink celery juice? Is it because you actually love celery juice or are you buying into like this weird diet culture thing or does it actually do anything for your body? And so this year I've really just delved into like balanced eating and just nourishing my body and focusing more on just, yeah, nourishing myself with like as many different vitamins and nutrients as I possibly can instead of focusing on calories or sticking to a diet or trying to force myself to be a certain way but just like honoring those things and loving food in the process of it so I really loved that about this past year yeah and I love that because that you can take with you forever yeah that's so good I I felt the routine that I've really liked or I don't I don't know if it was a routine or like a mindset set shift but I am really enjoying this school year like there's a lot that I just about every school year because I always feel like oh it's so hard to get new kids and everything but I've really I feel like this is the best teacher I've ever been this is the most go with the flow I've ever been this is the most prepared I've ever been and like a huge reason is because I really really enjoy my coworkers. I love my team I feel like I'm not so not shy but because we were in the pandemic like we weren't even really supposed to like speak to each other in the hallway for like the Mm -hmm. first like two years like it was really like everyone stick to yourself like don't like conjugate and so now that we are congregate not conjugate now that we can like now that we can be together I'm like wow this is so much more enjoyable to have a team and we are a team like I feel like I'm really enjoying that element of my job more because it feels like less is on my shoulders all the time and as adults and as teachers we can kind of help each other out and we're doing more things where like our classes switch so we teach like the other kindergarten classes sometimes and um, we do a lot of, we did like Secret Santa and we do little parties when it's people's birthdays. And sometimes like someone will just bring Starbucks for the team and that like makes all the difference in the day. So I really feel like this has been a good school year and I'm excited for school years to come, even though it's crazy. Oh, that's so awesome. It's so great mm-hmm. to like love your coworkers and love your work environment. Yeah. Um, 
one for me it's kind of like a silly small thing but it is i that i found the perfect breakfast i literally ate this breakfast like every day for months and months i was obsessed with it and it was whole milk oh. greek yogurt the chobani brand specifically Ooh. with frozen berries like raspberries and like blueberries a little bit of maple syrup and chia seeds perfect Ooh, perfect yogurt perfect so you can thank me later everybody but literally I ate that so much and it was like chef's kiss the perfect breakfast of 2022 so simple but there it was put the recipe on the Instagram like share it with I the will world. that sounds I will. so good oh my gosh I love that another I guess experience that I feel like I had in 2022 was I saw my friends a lot which is so fun like now that we can travel I went to Portland and saw my best friend Skylar and my best friends from childhood we did our, a little Sedona trip and it was just a little girl's trip and it was so fun um, I got to see my big sister and my little sisters from the sorority and I started this podcast with you like I feel like there's been so many different ways I've gotten to see my friends a lot of my friends got married so we all got sort of reunited with that and everyone knows I'm obsessed with my friends and I think that when I'm around my friends and when I get to see my friends I'm at my best like I need my little girly pops so that's been really fun in 2022 and I'm just thankful that we're back to where we can see each other in person again and even if we can't we can record a podcast that we've talked about for years so we're getting stuff done Yeah, I feel like mine kind of goes along with that is road trips. Texas is a road trip state because it is so freaking big. You have to drive like everywhere you drive is a little mini road trip, especially where we live. Um, And so this year we've gotten to road trip and see so many family members and Paxton's gotten to meet so much of his family and spend time with his family more than I think he would have if we still lived in Washington. And so that's definitely just been the year of road tripping. I mean, we... I guess this was what 2021, but like we made the long road trip from Washington to Texas. And then, um, yeah, since then, like we've just gotten to go a lot of different places with him and just have fun as a family. And I used to just dread long car trips, but now like we have a system down and it's been really fun. So sweet. Okay, my number four thing would be meeting or not meeting, but or yeah, I guess literally was. I met Amber's baby this year, Luna Rose. Oh, that's crazy. Like, no, isn't that crazy? That was this year. Um, and I, so I flew to Vegas for the first time over my spring break, and I got to meet her baby. And then I got to see Pax. I met Pax last year, but I got to see Pax, and it's crazy how fast they grow because I've already seen Luna Rose again since my spring break I'm like oh my gosh like she's a whole little person yeah. and so that's been really really fun and I seriously cannot wait to come see baby boy number two in the summer I am like counting down the days I feel like that's gonna be so fun it is fun to see how big they grow and like how fast their personalities change Um, My number four would be hosting people. 
Um, I've just really loved this year getting to have people over and cook fun meals and learn new recipes or make people fun little coffee treats. Um, this summer I had like a fruit group, like a little, just like small group of girls who were on summer staff and they were just so life-giving and fun to hang out with. We just like sit on the couch and chat and like sometimes they'd fall asleep on the couch sometimes we just talk about boys or just life and it was really fun to just like have uh, just like that community of people or like just friends and people in your life that you're comfortable with to just like hang out at home all the cozy fun vibes that was sweet okay my fifth thing for this year was turning 25 because I think the 25 is a big age and I was very very scared or not even scared but it was kind of like okay 25 seems like kind of old like it's the first time where I've been like 25 doesn't sound as young as I would hope it would sound you can rent a car yeah like yeah and I guess really not that many things change but it does feel like okay like midway through my 20s and I felt like it kind of gave me a little push to like get on some things. We started our podcast. I started writing my novel. Like I feel like it was a good little time of of, like feeling like, okay, like I feel more secure in who I am. Hopefully our craziness with the pandemic is slowed down. Like we are moving forward. (laughs) So I really liked turning 25. That's a big year. Like, if you think about all the things you just listed, like, it feels like, oh, it's just another year. This is just my life. But when you, like, look back on this in a few years, you're going to be like, wow, that was a good year. Um, My last thing is simple again, but it's stroller walks and being um, just a young mom with a little baby. I guess he's a toddler, but he's still my baby. Um, Just having that one thing to, like, get you out of the house every day. And for me, it's we go on a walk. We have like the same two mile little loop that we do. We get out, we play, we run around, but it's just, it's good to just like break up the day and get out of like yeah. my routine, get some fresh air. I guess it's not getting out of my routine. It's literally my routine, but you know, getting some sunshine, fresh air and having fun and making those memories. So that is all of my list. Those are our things for I 2022. Know. It's been a good year. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the year of snack circle pod so hopefully bright things are on the horizon and we're so like thankful that you guys are spending part of your year with us that feels really special to have people that listen and people that like our little ramblings yeah we're so excited for 2023 we hope you guys have an amazing new year's with people you love have fun celebrating and we will see you in the new year 